Kathy. Oh, Kathy, you're so wonderful. Your program is always so educational. Now, that thing, that creature that comes on before you every... I can't say the word, Kathy. I can't say it. I'm just a lady, and I can't bring myself to say it. But he's so... What's the purpose of that program, Kathy? What's it all about? I'm going to tell you something. We're going to do four hours on her today. By the time she comes in here, her bottom is going to be scalding red. By the time that pseudo-intellectual comes in here at 2 this afternoon, man, she is just insufferable. You know, just think, she's got a group of yentas. Did you hear that first caller she had yesterday? I mean, it's open warfare. It has been on this radio station for weeks now. It's open warfare. And uh, I'm driving home yesterday, and I'm about comatose from that one guy. Remember the guy with the... Uh, happy sperm and I was falling asleep on the table here he put the whole South Florida audience into a terminal coma and I'm trying to stay awake and I'm listening and the first caller on Taffy show sounded like he needed oxygen sounded like his oxygen tank broke you know that went on for about four minutes and I thought well anything has got to be an improvement over that right and the second caller was this bag, this miserable bitch who comes on the air and uh, wants to know what this show is all about. I got news for her. And then not only that, she's not satisfied with that, but she's got to attack all the people who listen and everybody who calls. And it was like deja vu. It was back during those days. And this is nothing brand new. I mean, this is not a response or reaction to anything that I've been saying because it was like what we heard months ago when we found out that my audience isn't as evolved as Taffy's audience, as all those suits out there who want to scream and carry on and whine every day about the CIA and the Trilateral Commission and the FBI and the uh, whatever the hell else it is, uh, day after day after day. Just incredible, these suits. You know, first of all, for that bag, and I'm sure she's listening. I'm talking about the caller, that is. Uh, for her, I want to say this. This program is for whoever wants to listen to it, and if you don't enjoy it, Go do something else. Go take a good boiling hot enema, honey, and do something constructive. Clean your brains out. Cleanse them out with Clorox. That's it. Just mix, uh, you know, two parts Clorox and two parts iced tea and boil it. Boil it on the stove, honey, and put it in that bag and just have a hell of a time. That'll clean your brains out like you haven't heard in years. All of a sudden, you'll be almost in the real world. About This show is for people who want to have, do something a little bit different. Bean, we're so great. I listened to them this morning. They're not funny at all. I mean, they're not even amusing, mildly amusing. They're pathetic. And they're still doing Jim Baker and uh, Jessica Hahn stuff. I mean, that's like that went out with high-button shoes, didn't it? And not funny stuff either. They're really bad. See, that's part of the problem in this market is really mediocre people like that get on FM especially, and everybody just tinkles all over them and thinks they're just hysterical. Oh, did you hear them this morning? Boy, they're a panic. And, and you turn them on, you listen for a couple of days, and you wonder what the hell everybody's talking about. They're not funny at all. But anyway, getting back to watching the news last night, which is why I'm now popping Valiums, not before the show, although that's a good idea. I wonder if Valiums and Quaaludes mix. Call up uh, Paula Hawkins. She's not doing much these days. See if she's still got a good supply. I guess they're nervous about success. Is that possible? 
some people don't know how to handle success. They know how to handle failure because they've done it so many times. But when they're on the verge of a major success, they can't cope with that. They start getting really insecure. Like if we have over a four in this book in midday, there are going to be people in the building who are going to be swooning in the atrium. They're going to be impaling themselves on the uh, fig leaves out there. Or they're going to be wearing them, one or the other. But Friday, are you ready for this? Not only do we have a guest, but we have the guest that we really... What is the story on the phone there? What is that all about? We didn't ask anybody to call yet, did we? Did I ask anybody to call? Knock it off, folks. When we're ready for you, we'll let you know. Don't call us. We'll call you, okay? Man, all of a sudden, they're just all going nuts. That's true. If you're a failure all your life, success is very hard to take. That's very true. And there are a lot of people in this business who have been failing for so many years that uh, suddenly uh, having to face potential success is something that they can't handle. Anyway, Friday, are you ready for this? 10 a.m., James C. McKinney, chief of the Mass Media Bureau for the Federal Communications Commission in Washington, D.C., is going to be our guest by phone. And the timing couldn't be better because tomorrow is the hearing before the FCC on those three radio shows, one of them being Howard Stern, that they're investigating. So Friday morning, not only will we have the ruling, but we'll be able to go into the details of it, and we'll also be able to get some clarification of what the hell it is that we can do. What are the guidelines? And why are they investigating these people? Is it because of subject matter? Is it because of language? Is it because there are a bunch of old farts out there who are all bent out of shape? What is it? Well, we just don't give Kyle a microphone and let him go on because, oh, he's got another psychic. Not that national psychic, that real faker that's in the Inquirer all the time, Jean, um, what's her name? I can't even think of her name now. Whatever, the, probably the volume hasn't worn off yet. Anyway, it's 1019 at WINZ. There's another thing I want to talk about, too, man. I'm going to tell you, I'm going on a hunger strike as of now. So to my house last night, rang the bell, they asked if I wanted to sit in for the Goodyear blimp. Oh, my friends aren't going to listen to you anymore with the new format. See, the idea in this town is that if you, all of a sudden you've got people who sound like they're under 100 on the phone, then immediately we've taken away the play toy of the elderly. We've taken away their show. Now, that bag, that bitch that called Taffy, that second caller yesterday, who was not only ripping me, but everybody who listens to the... And you notice Taffy went right along with it, by the way. All of these unevolved slobs out there. Well, at least it's something they relate to. It was taking shots at Howard Stern. He on yesterday tells me that Mike Miller was taking shots at Howard Stern. He naturally had to get his one and a half cents in about the West 57th Avenue piece or whatever that show is. And uh, talking about shock jocks and about the fact that there are a couple of people in this mark who, market who are trying that. He has to be one of them because he's shocking. Mike is absolutely shocking. The amount of misinformation a man can give in one minute without even, without even knowing he's doing it is shocking. That's a shock jock. And for Mike to be taking shots at anybody, that's incredible. That's the one guy in this market. Anybody else on the air, let them do whatever they want. They're all entitled, even if they're bad. But Mike is so bad that for him to be taking a shot at anybody else would be like Adolf Hitler calling somebody a bigot. With apologies to Adolf.
by the keep repeating that same old tired garbage that's been on 50 million times all you're going to get are those old schmendricks who are going to continue bugging you and driving everybody into a coma trust me or don't trust me i don't give a damn it's a fact it's documented it's there open your ears get the wax out of your ears boy just unbelievable I wish to hell I had my value with me. By the way, I hope everybody's having a good time doing their taxes today. I'm doing mine. I started before the show, and at 2 o'clock I'm going to finish it up. Then I'll race to the post office. And, uh, hey, listen, it's fun that way. It's like an event, especially when you live in this town, man. It's something to do. It's something to do besides just go to Bayside and wander around with all the people and wonder who speaks English, you know. Did you hear that yesterday, the guy who said that Aventura was, or that Bayside was Aventura for Cubans? That was terrible. I mean, it could be true, but that was terrible to say that. And it's just another diversion to get people out of the Grove. I think it's positive, as I said before, I don't want to do another show on Bayside. I think it's positive only because it's better than uh, what it was before, which was nothing. Which we see on who's going to give us the real lowdown, the inside story. As Larry Glick would say, the story behind the story. You notice that Paul Harvey stole that from Larry Glick. Larry's been saying that for years, the story behind the story. And now Paul Harvey, and there's another guy I'd like to do a couple of hours on. Man, what a rip-off artist he is, isn't he? What a faker and a phony. Just another right-wing eccentric nut with a voice, that's all. And he's making millions conning those old people. You know, there's nobody under 90 who listens to Paul Harvey. And here's the other side of the story <laughs> and you know he's laughing up his sleeve because he's got all that money with that affected phony sound of his man he stole that from larry glick but larry's okay he's making a lot of money anyway and he figures screw paul harvey uh, let him you know let him do his thing yeah those dramatic long pauses well that's what fills up the time do you know that once upon a time this is a true story paul harvey came to battle creek michigan of all places to do a show on the ABC affiliate, which I think was WKFR in Battle Creek. And he got to the end of the newscast, or whatever the hell you call that thing that he does. It's not really a newscast. The end of the show. And he's sitting there looking at the clock. And I heard this from the engineer, who later became my chief engineer at a station in Michigan. And he sat there, and he looked at the clock, and it was like he was like 40 seconds short. And he said, Paul Harvey... And he looked at the clock, and he went with his finger in the air, and he moved the second hand figuratively. I mean, in other words, he just did it in his mind, and he's 45 seconds short. Good day? And they all sat there, and they looked at him like, what the hell are you doing? You know, and that was it. And he got up, and he walked away. I mean, you know, when you got that kind of money, uh, just like God, you know, you can change the time, you can part the sea, you can do any damn thing you want when you got that much money. I'd like to see Paul Harvey and uh, Tammy Faye together, man. That would be a good one. They would make music together, those two. Okay, 1034 at WINZ. I'm going to give the phones out and see if there's anybody on a wavelength. I want you to understand before you call, though, this show today that you're stigmatized. You understand that? Everybody who calls this show, everybody who listens to this program, according to Taffy and her geriatric misfits... That's going to be a new rock group, by the way. Terry, Taffy and the Geriatric Misfits. They're going to be on MTV this afternoon in drag. Uh, all of you folks are unevolved, and you're all just a bunch of slobs. And uh, those, those evolved folks from the library who come on at 2 o'clock can't figure out what this show is all about.
I mean, let's talk about the CIA, okay? And let's talk about whether it's okay for blacks and whites to get married and to make whoopee together. You know, like, like it's really our business, like we've got some business telling other people what to do. But when you're part of the intellectual elite, you feel you can tell everybody what to do, right? And my comment to that is this. Now, you can't see it on the radio, but it's the same finger that the guy held up to me in his car the other day. In Dade County, let's give that number out, and let's see if we can't bring Dade County back to life today, too. Man, lately they have been on a terminal, terminal tear in Dade County. They really have. You know, you can't run around at Bayside forever. Sooner or later, you've got to come out of there, you know? In Dade County, 624-0191. 624-0191, and in Broward, 764-0707. I really think I'm waking up again, man. That caller yesterday at 1 o'clock, what did he call himself, the Sperm King? Boy, I think he had already, he probably once upon a time might have been the Sperm King, but I think that uh, it was all gone. I think he lost it somewhere along the line or along the road. Yesterday, she put me in a coma in about four seconds. Did you hear those first two callers? Yeah, that's what that's what got me. Hello, President Taffy. You know, the guy thought we were going to lose him right on the air. I really, the guy was like 130 years old. I'm getting a nap every once in a while. I'll put her on from now on. Boy, she's good at that. She'll put me to sleep right away. And then I had to do switch a dial a bit, you know, down to Mr. Broward. And he had this 80-year-old bag uh, tinkling all over, all over him for he hadn't had an interview with... Uh... Wait a minute, Mr. Broward? Yeah. Where were you? What do you mean, where was I? Mr. Broward's in Palm Beach. I thought you were in... Uh... Coral Gables. Coral Gables. Yeah. You, you heard West Palm Beach? Yeah. <laughs> no. Come on. Really? You're pulling my leg. WJNO doesn't come to the Gables. It doesn't even come to Dade County. Well, I, I got it. I got it. Are you me. serious? Trust, like you say, trust me. Okay. And uh, he's another one. Huh? I can't. I can't take his uh, uh, militant whatever he's all about. Anyway, that's all I wanted to say. Now, by the way, I want to thank you for the tape. You okay. got it in real quick. That was nice and quick. Excellent. And now I'm making money. I'm, ma I'm making uh, doubles, and everybody wants to buy one. <laughs> Seriously, I won't have him bother you anymore. You know what I mean? I'll make the money myself. Well, well, you know that's illegal, but don't worry about it, you know, because no, no. we don't no. know who you are. Anyhow, thanks a lot. Okay, good luck to you, sir. Bye-bye. Okay. Another communist. I could just tell by the way he was talking. It's another communista. Can't you tell? Let's get John Broward back here on WYNZ. That's what we really need. Let's take a poll today and see how many people want John Broward back so we can keep the communist out of Opelaka. Oh, Neil? Yes, sir. Yeah, I heard the uh, provocative Taffy McCallum show yesterday. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, sir. And uh, the so-called sophisticated listeners of Taffy's, they're such losers, they didn't have the courage to call you because they're such hypocrites. I'm telling you, the only upfront talk show on, on the radio right now, I think, is yours. All these hyped-up, uh, quote, celebrity hosts. What was she, about 75? One of those real nice, refined ladies? Ouch! Taffy, you're just so wonderful, and I learned so much, but that show before you, what is that all about? Oh, they're all so disgusting, all those young wise guys, Taffy. Was it her? Okay, we got a caller in Boca. We're paying for this one. Hello. Hello, Neil. How's it going? Okay. Any mama leaves for us. Another young degenerate. 
Another young degenerate. Shame I, on I, you, I'm sir. One of those uh, greetings, fellow slob. Boy. Well, it's, uh, it's awful. But, Taffy's, you know, we have a tough life. As well. Taffy's going to trace this call and come and beat the crap out of you, sir. What? I said Taffy is really enjoying this call. It's uh, nine minutes before 11. Women don't make it on radio. No. And on TV, the only commentator I like, although she's known often, is Connie Chang on NBC. I think she's perfect. Connie Chung. Ken Connie Chang. Connie Chang. Is it Chang or Chung or whatever? Connie, she's on uh, Saturday Chung, night. Chung Kim, the disc jockey. Well, I'm sorry if that's a bad terminology, but we call most radio talk show hosts disc jockeys if they don't play music as well. Is Barry Farber a disc jockey? No. Well, is, I don't know too much about Ray Farber. It is, no, I said no. Barry Farber. I'm sorry, talk show host. Is, is Bob Grant a disc jockey? Well, it's just an expression that we use. You don't have to do it. Well, quit, like you, it. quit using it. We don't like it. Oh, then we won't use that no more. We we'll don't like being demeaned and lumped in with all those lunkheads who just give the time and temperature. We're getting rid of all of those. But you sounded a lot like Howard Stern. You're familiar with him, aren't you? Who? Howard Stern. We have you, a guy up in New York. He does you, the same type of show you You mean do. that dickhead in New York on K-Rock? Yeah. Okay. Are you familiar with him? I'm trying to figure out who came first, you or him. One of you is copying each other. No, we're not. Neither one of us is copying anybody. It's just a great format. We just, now they're going to give him a TV show. What do you think about that? I think that's great. I'll be the first one to watch it. I think Howard Stern is the funniest man in the world. He's super. He's got a great mind, and I think Robin does a terrific job with him. Well, that's because she, that's cause she has big breasts. Let me say it again. That's because she has big breasts. Not listening to a word that I'm saying. Just going on and on and on. What's that, sir? That your, your songs on the religious stuff was terrific. I like to hear some more innovative stuff like that. Like what? Like what? Those religious songs. What religious songs? Like Kol Nidre? No, the ones you wrote and did. I didn't write any of those. What do you mean? Be true to your shul? I didn't write that. Vatican Rag? I didn't write that stuff. I thought you wrote those. No, I didn't write them, sir. Just did them. No, I didn't do I them either. I don't sing. Man, I'll tell you something. I think you. I think your head has been caught between Robin's breasts or something. I wish. I've never been that lucky. Man, I'll tell you, your brains have been scrambled Why? by two battered breasts. Why? Here I am coming down all the way from New York. By the way, I just came back from Los Angeles. And? And uh, there are a couple of white people there. Yeah. Well, my brother lives there. I know he's white. Last time I saw him. It is, it is very Hispanic in downtown Los Angeles. But uh, for the most part, uh, I well, don't that, think well, half is... But that's uh, like saying go to... Wait a minute. That's like saying go to downtown Detroit and see if you find any white people. I mean, Detroit is more than just downtown, just like Los... Nobody even goes downtown in Los Angeles. There's nothing there. Neil, when are you going to get some national exposure? In two weeks. When? In two weeks. On what? What can we see you on? People, ma you on? people Magazine. Which magazine? Pete, let me say it again. People Magazine. Ah, I see. That People Magazine. Real good. That sounds real good. We'd love, we'd love to hear you up in New York and um, get you on to uh, perhaps some of the late-night talk shows and let you uh, make us laugh a little bit. We okay, sir. that kind of humor up there. Okay, well, listen, have a wonderful life. It's been a real exercise talking to you, but I know you didn't mean it. It's 1132 at WINZ. Why am I talking so loud now? Why do I feel like I'm on the edge of my... Well, I better not say, should I? You know, some people with real scratchy voices. I don't want to mention any names. But, uh, you know, we could call it uh, scratch-off radio or something. I mean, something really annoying. Like, uh, and, and the logo could be a picture of fingernails on a blackboard.
Can you just imagine that? Maybe we can have some people who want to make some uh, nominations for the new station that I'm going to build with all the most annoying voices in the history of broadcasting. David Gold would certainly be one of them. It's a liberal zoo, my friends, my friends. Liberal zoo. Sounds like he's licking the mic or something. And we don't mean Thompson. Now, there's another guy got a great voice, right? You know, one thing about Mike, man, he, I'm telling you, he talks through the same screen that they shoot Donna Mills through on Knott's Landing. He talks through cement. And they got him propped up there on those 15 telephone books, and he just, uh, you can't understand a word he's saying, which is good, which is great, because he's such a right-wing, hateful lunatic that if you don't understand it, uh, we, we've already gone through that in this time. You know, we've had the Shirley Spellerberg and her disciple John Broward, and you got Thompson, and we had David Gold and Barry Young, and all of these hateful right-wing types. And I'm not saying that people who are conservatives shouldn't have a place on the air, but these aren't just conservatives. I mean, these are boot-stompers. And you notice what a big mark they've all made in the market, right? You put them all together and you don't have a one share. Although John, of course, is continuing to bask in the glory of that one, that ridiculous book we had. Was it the summer book where everybody's share was like double or something? If you will. Okay, it's 1218 at WINZ. I think we're going to take a little early break. I'm going to uh, take a little club soda here and slug down the rest of the lasagna. I mean, just a little. Don't get nervous. Oh, yeah, you are. I can prove them. Not yeah, you know, you know something? You're the same guy that's called for a long time on this show to tell me how unhappy I am. You don't know what you're talking this about. This isn't the first time I've heard from you. Yes, I do know what I'm talking about. That's See, cool. one, of the, one of the things I'm going to make very clear to you is I listen to other shows, and I know the people, most of the people in this market, in this business, pretty well. And I listen to people call in, and I listen to their comments. And came back three hours later never found a serious problem now are you are you filling the void for him while he's in rehab i don't even know who you talk oh about. i know i know at any rate just like he didn't know from anything either right at any rate the main thing is neil is that every little thing that bothers you and gets you upset it just shows that you're a miserable guy but you know something what you listen every day absolutely oh I absolutely watch wrestling too. what's that thing i watch wrestling too but it's the same thing it's entertainment yeah Fluff. Exactly. It's entertainment. It is entertainment. Mm -hmm. It serves no... It's a good purpose. It's, a, it's entertainment, but in terms of, like, wrestling is entertainment, too. It's all fake and fraud, and that's what it is. And right. People Magazine, you're proud of making People Magazine, you and Madonna, and all the other lowlifes. Exa oh, exactly. We're all lowlifes except you and Taffy. No, not except me and Taffy. About 90% of humanity. You're one of the ten. Oh, is elevated. We're some of the lowlifes. Madonna now, too. What has she done? She, what has she done? She's yeah. a slob, and so are you. And She's I don't a slob? Overweight. I mean a slob in terms of the way you are. You're a mess. Oh, yeah, I know. You know it's true. Oh, I know. Tell, you... tell us more. Tell us more. As, listen, this is a civil conversation. Come on, Mitch, tell us more. You know so much about me, just like I know so much about you. It's like you have to fill your time. You work four hours a day. And you, if you're not eating or stuffing something in your mouth or something like that, you have nothing to do. That's why. Oh, yeah. This is the guy. This is the guy. Get get rid of him, will you? That's the same. This guy's called his show, I don't know how many times. How many times with that same routine. And he knows that I have nothing to do and I'm so unhappy and I'm so miserable. But he wouldn't miss a minute of it. And that, you see, what he's doing there, it's all a rationalization over the fact that he can't stop listening. 
unbelievable. I mean, he's really a piece of work. 12.35 at WINZ. Let's go to Miami next. Hello. Hello there. Yes, sir. That last guy, he probably listens to you so he can have an orgasm. You know? Well, it's obvious he's got a lot to do because I'm on for four hours every day and he wouldn't miss a minute of it. Oh, I tell you, that guy, I don't know, a uh, strange person. But uh, I have a rumor for you. Uh, rumor has it over at the wonderful Isle of Dreamers that uh, Peyton was canned or else she's going to have to take one of those uh, lonely, lonely graveyard shifts. Fans of yours, even <laughs> Michael Anthony over there. Hi, Mikey. <laughs> the uh, assassin, he's one of your closet uh, listeners. Uh, oh, now, come on. You couldn't possibly work over there and be making uh, terrible comments about the assassin on the air. Well, I'm assuming that uh, they're not going to recognize my voice. But, uh, but they, they are. They're listening. You've got a great fan club over there. It's a wonderful well, island. I know, uh, I know Mike Miller listens out, you every know, day. It's, uh, it's in great shambles over there. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll be on the phone with Bill today, find out what's going on. Oh, yeah. I think uh, think Bill's supposed to make an announcement today before he goes off the air uh, as to Peyton's status, but I'm not, I don't know whether he'll... Uh, Are you serial? Yeah, I'm not sure he's going he's gonna to give out uh, the uh, poop on it directly or if he's just going to say something vague, like maybe she's in Lucaya. But, uh, well, wait a minute. Wasn't she on today? No, huh? no, Bill's on today. He's taking her time slot. And uh, Ranieri said this morning that uh, she was in Lucaya which is probably not true. She's probably at home trying to decide what to do. Because over there they have this technique. You, uh, oh, I know. They shift you or they give you the uh, 4 o'clock in the morning shift. Yeah, they, they ask you, do you really appreciate your job? Go home and think about it. <laughs> and then you go home and think about it. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's a, a strange little place. But, you know, Cox has been uh, going around in circles now for the past year or so, so. Yeah, they really got their act together, man. It's incredible. That's, uh, I call that scoreboard radio. You have to have a scorecard with a pencil and eraser to follow the lineup. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how they even keep in one of them. I think I'd be running for the hills if I had a position that was worth money. Okay, listen, uh, good luck to you, and thanks for the tip. Okie doke. Uh, hey, you got a great show. Uh, not only the people IOD listen to you, but uh, most of the people I know in the community who are in their 30s, a lot of professional people, they love your program, and uh, just keep it up. Thanks a lot. Okie doke. Boy, what an inflammatory rumor there, How huh? About Sandy possibly uh, biting the dust? Now, what would that mean? What would happen? This is only the 15th of April, and they got till the 1st of July before Kane comes over and brings Michael DeSisto to the Isle of Dreams. What in the hell are they going to do over there, man? It's just in turmoil, turmoil. The market is just collapsing all around us. It's like the fall of Pompeii. We have two open lines, Everybody's by the gone. way. Everybody's gone. If you'd like to speak to Sal Block, who is Ken Block's father, you can reach him at 932-4192. 932-4192. And uh, we have a celebrity caller, ladies and gentlemen, standing by under duress. Oh, come on. Are you wearing a duress? They did that, but that's uh, kind of interesting, isn't it? Uh, well, I hadn't thought about it before. Yeah, well... Like I said, we're going to be giving that number out many times today. Listen, good luck to you, and uh, let us hear from you. I sure will, Neil. Okay, Glenn. Okay, bye. There he goes, Glenn Hill, who is a um, cult hero in parts of South Florida now as a result of this show. It's 1114 at WINZ, and look at that phone, man. They're just all lit up like a Christmas tree, but I'm sure that none of these people want to talk to me. See, during the week, they don't want to talk to me. They want to talk to Kyle, and now they want to talk to uh, Kathy. In fact, I noticed that the uh, little dot there is just beeping. Does that mean that they don't want to talk? <laughs> or you just don't want to talk to them, is that it? I can't believe it. Anyway, Ernie Sochin has God on his show this afternoon.
Okay, it's 8 before 11. We have a caller on line 2 in Miami. It says, desperate to talk to Kathy before 11. And, of course, some of our callers, of course, uh, can't hold it much longer than that. Hello? Hello? Yes. Morning. By the way, if anybody wants to call Ken this weekend, uh, Ken's home number... Oh, you're going to do that, aren't you? Oh, sure. 932-8542. How come you happen to have that? And from Broward, call Collect. (laughs) Hollywood, hello. Hi. How you doing? Yes. Angry woman called and said that she was repulsed by what? Good. Was it by Kathy? Was it by no. the douchebag? Was it by Freeway and Spigot? What was she repulsed by? That, 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 that. See, that's the kind of caller that Mark Kuhn gets all during the daytime in his programming office. All these old bags. Ooh, I'm like glad you said that. Table, right? Huh? Exactly. Like that blue one sitting right by you there. Just, she didn't say by what, just repulsed. I think it was by the sound of your voice. No, I think it was because of. Freeway and uh, the bar of soap. Freeway and spigot. Yeah, I don't. Okay, think if there's anybody out there who wants Kathy to stay at least till one. Oh no! And my husband. Watch her husband to... call because oh, her husband is monkeying around. Look at that! You haven't gotten that many calls in six weeks. <laughs> Still one line in Broward there. Look at that! I don't think. Uh... That's it. That's the determining. I'm leaving now. That's all right. Anyway. I wasn't. I did not come here. I wasn't getting paid yesterday. That's the only reason I didn't come on a Friday. Well, you only come in. You're like Spindel. You only show up on Friday to get your paycheck. Yeah, that every mega other week. paycheck I make. But, wow. Uh, that I can't. I'm so glad someone saved that for you, Neil, because that's my favorite bit you play. Except for beat it. The Michael Jackson one is incredible. You think the lady who was repulsed will get upset? We ought to pull out all the good stuff today. <laughs> <laughs> After Kathy leaves, because if anybody After pulls anything leave, out good, please. man, she's ready to... Uh... Uh, um, no, I'm serious. You don't really understand. I'm serious, too. Don't you do don't it. understand. You have become a sex pot to people all over South You are Florida. the only man that can make a six-month pregnant woman sound I had a guy sexual. called yesterday, and he said he wouldn't let that stand in his way. He said, where there's a will... There's a way. Well, there's lots of wills, so watch out yeah, here. I think no, I heard was, the man call and say... I think his name was Will B. The not... Uh, no, I'm sure it wasn't him. I'm not 13. But uh, I, I, um, I heard the man calling and say it was flattering. He said I reminded him of his daughter, and that it was. I thought that was very nice. So very. Yeah, flattering. but you don't know what that guy does with his daughter. <laughs> That's terrible. One of those perverts. I'm telling you. Anyway, Neil, seriously though, you're the only one that can. You have power. You have that. You are that powerful that you can make me, of a, a, a dowdy, pregnant, happy, happily married mother of of one and a half. I mean, can you imagine the program director saying to me with a serious look on his face that uh, this sex thing with you, you know, is, it's getting old. It is, though. And that we have to create some kind of a new image. Yeah, maybe well, you could should do, we try? Maybe you could be Taffy McCallum. Why don't we start with Taffy's show t- on okay. Monday, okay? okay. Let's, I haven't even looked at the promo <laughs> card. <laughs> I have. How do great. former Marines view the current crisis in the Corps. Okay, Kathy's going to be talking to Marines. I, I talk to well, they're Marines. They're changing their slogan, you know, the few, the proud, the celibate. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard Alice talking about that earlier in the week. He said, well, what, what choice do they have? I mean, they're over there all alone. Well, I guess they could masturbate, but now that's, you know, that's not too exciting. I mean, what is that all about? It's patriotic. No, what's it was funny patriotic. is the thought I, thought, of... I think he wanted to go over and help them out. When you think of the Soviet women... <laughs> He wants to go. Yes, right. He wants to lend them a helping what, hand. Is what th- I heard. That's not the shock. The shock is that the Soviet women. You think of them as these big, fat, ugly uh, bulldogs. That, that, 
I wasn't going to say that, but that's such a good word. Thank you. Uh, you would think hey, listen, if the people at the Weekly News want to mess with me, man, <laughs> go ahead. You think of them as that way, you know, the ones that walk around in those daddy-looking outfits. And uh, and sure enough, there's some actual ones over there that have sex and probably have it pretty well. So I don't think so. Congratulations to them. The I think the, the German, the German women are women. much butcher, the East German women, Yeah. than the... Uh, sure. Soviet women. Oh, yeah. The weightlifters. Yeah, you will do these, it. Some of these babes were looking mighty good, those Russian women. I was really? Shocked. I mean, the, the ones... Oh, yeah? Want to tell us about Marine, it, Kathy? The ones that you the really do have. I think you could qualify for lesbian dial of day. She's auditioning for Stern, folks. <laughs> this show will never be big enough for you. Well, You can I, be sure of that. I don't believe that. And if this show isn't big enough for you, we've heard about Howard, so that's not going to make it either. The madam never called back, did she? The madam called... And... You didn't hear about this? She asked for Glen Hill. That she was called at 10 o'clock uh, Thursday morning, the day after that we were begging the for her. The day after. And uh, she wanted to speak to Glenn. She, she is such a star messed. now, man. She She's such a star. She never messed with Neil Rogers, boy, I'm telling you. We'll destroy her career in no time. She'll be down to half a million by the end of the week. We can just let this hang here. So. Yeah, let the bag hang there and kind of collect the uh, drippings from the show. You. Exactly. Hey, listen, I'll put it right in there. It doesn't bother me at all. Neil! I'm serious. I mean, if you want to be shocked, we're here to please, Kathy. No, no. Okay, let's do a little break, 22 before 11, and then when we come back, we're going to let some of the people in the audience talk to Kathy West no, for I the don't. first time. See, you're, you're a chicken. You don't take any calls take on your them. show. Sure, call them up, 624019. All the horny young men in the no, audience. Don't and have if them there are any horny hot ladies out there who are, uh, you know, so disposed, believe me, the rumor is that Kathy's no, getting ready no, to no. try anything. No, 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 no. You said that. No. You said you and the madam. I said, I'll take sane calls. This is not dial a date here. We don't even have to give the number out. Look at that. Dade County, 624-0191. No heavy breathers now. Come on. 624-0191. Broward, 764-0707. Your chance to talk to the madam on WINZ. Hey, listen. She left town. You can use the name now. <laughs> it's it's a open It fits uh, in with your image. No way. 21 before 11 here at WINZ AM, and we'll come back after this. Stock drop. Oh, great. What is it? The Shady and the Tramp. Oh, oh. wait a minute. <clears throat> oh, that's said with loving gestures, though. Of course. Oh, she's I very sensitive this that morning. That was you. Oh, yeah. So she's pretending, but she is squeezing the bag while you're speaking, sir. Neil, that, that's the Tramp. You're the, you'd play that part, right, Neil? Right. Listen, I've heard two rumors about Kathy and I. No, okay, no rumors, please. I understand that you were going to do. Go, you're going to uh, have the child by natural childbirth and have a live remote hooked up for your fans. Yeah, that now that that was a good idea. We thought about that. That would be very interesting. We thought about that. We should also have a write-in decide what the name what the uh, name should be. We should name it after Neil. I was going to name my kid Neil until I met Neil. Yeah. <laughs> How about Spigot? And also, I heard that uh, the people uh, from Prego Spaghetti Sauce want you to be their spokesman for the last three months. I'm waiting for the punchline on that. Oh, it, oh, okay, go, okay, forget it. Cancel him. <laughs> that was bad. Now, I'm not staying here for any more of this, Neil. They're just going to call and slam me from one end to the other. North Miami, hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, it's a woman. I hope you're nice to me. Hey, you don't remember me? <laughs> Kathy, I called you one morning Ooh, when you and Ira exciting. had that overnight show at 4 o'clock in the morning, and my dog was barking. Yeah, I remember that. Remember <laughs> that? I remember I wanted to shoot it, but other than that... No. <laughs> no, no. I said I love dogs. I just think you're terrific. I always have, and I think Neil and you are just... Uh, I enjoy you so okay. much, and my husband does. Oh, your husband does? Well, I'm mm. a little worried about that, but... 
Yeah, then you understand this is all very, if you'll excuse the pun, tongue, tongue in cheek. cheek. <laughs> okay? Yeah, I understand all that. No, but I just, no, really and truly, I agree with all the people that have called up during the week, and I listen to Neil. And, and oh, they I mean there were there were more than just right? one good oh, call? Oh, yeah. Oh, well. They're right. foaming about you, Kathy. <laughs> I don't want them foaming. I, I want them not foaming as South an Florida angry. is moist over Kathy West. <laughs> South Florida is a, 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 a waste waterland of vast uh, Everglades anyway. So. What were you saying, ma'am? My husband's in the Everglades today. Oh, she's telling him what I said. <laughs> she's passing the information on. So he's the one that goes out frogging, and we get the frogs over to... Uh, Bill Calder. You don't really go frogging, do you? I don't. My husband does. <laughs> oh, this is bad, Neil. Yeah, Calder uh, eats frogs, as a matter of fact. Eats frog legs. Well, did yeah. you hear the news this morning? We were, they were talking about the, the frogs that have mutations that have eight legs over there in California. I think your husband would be very interesting, interested to hear that story. We'll have to have Frank read that at the top of the hour. If well, we listen, ma'am. It's been great hearing from you, but you know what they say. What do they say? Like